0: Hi, this is Sally Wilson, and you're listening to RushCast, a podcast all about the Adelaide Rush.
1: Sally, thank you so much for coming in here today. You've come into where I work, which is really, really kind of you, so I thank you very much
0: for that. No worries.
1: Doing a bit of background on you last night, and uh, I reckon on blades slash wheels you have got to be literally the busiest person in Adelaide on skates of any kind. But you were telling me now, because I had thought that you were still doing roller derby as well as hockey, but you are now concentrating purely on hockey.
0: Yeah, just hockey. I mean, I absolutely love my roller derby, even though I haven't touched my quad skates in about, oh my God, two years since I started playing ice hockey. Um, I used to go to skate parks and everything like that, but I completely missed my roller skates.
1: So you think about getting back on them at any time soon?
0: Um, no, because I have fallen deeply in love with ice hockey. Okay,
1: cool. Let, let's go back to the start of where this all began, though. It, did it start with roller derby? Is that where everything began, M- moving off normal feet, walking stuff?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I have photos of myself in rollerblades and ice, those blue higher skates that the ice arena still oh, has. so good. <laughs> from when I was about uh, eight years old but no yeah only five years ago I started playing roller derby coming out of a horrible depression unfortunately I still uh-huh. suffer from a depression but I was watching the movie Whip It and I was like I need to do this so I basically googled Adelaide Roller Derby joined Murder City at the time which is the club I started with right. and yeah all started from there
1: and what was it about it that really kind of grabbed your interest
0: um, these girls looked like me (laughs) the tattoos the colored hair like i just needed to join it i needed to be a part of something and um it just looked really fun i don't know i just needed to do it something that called me called my name
1: (laughs) do you remember the very first ever kind of um uh, big roller derby bout you did is there any one particular memory from that that stands out to you
0: um crying
1: (laughs) why what'd you cry
0: for oh it was scary full contact sport i'd never played before um a girl called Messiah took me under her wing. I'm still really good friends with her. Okay. Um, Messiah. DD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, pure fear was basically what I remember. Um. It only took me about two years before I was confident to actually play the sport. And um it just came so naturally to me I'm not too sure why but yeah just loved it
1: so you you went from there into road train rollers is that right
0: yeah that's right so I started as a vigilante um in murder city and then um I wanted to take it a bit more seriously so I moved up to Adelaide Roller Derby um which is where I was a road train roller um one of my really good friends Robin Hall played ice hockey so did Tash Farrier she's uh, they're both very good ice hockey players so um the sport just appealed to me so I just wanted to give it a go basically
1: okay so so that kind of happened and what was your first step into into ice hockey like? What was the was there a kind of like a transition moment? I mean, you know, I'm a massive fan of Tashes, probably still one of my favourite ice hockey players.
0: Everybody's favourite ice <laughs> hockey players.
1: So Talk to me about how you then went from road train rollers. I mean, you're doing these these massive bouts that are there. You know, thousands of people come to that. I mean, what's that like, like doing sport in front of that many people?
0: Um, It's actually quite humbling, to be honest. Um, It wouldn't seem to be. But, yeah, it's really quite scary. I mean, you've got people yelling your name. I can hear my mum laughing when I fall over most of the time. (laughs)
1: That's brutal. You can actually pinpoint. It's like they say, you know, a mother can always pinpoint their baby's cry, but a child can always. Always in a humiliating moment by their mother's laugh.
0: Yeah, well, I always fall in front of her for some reason during the bouts and I would skid towards her butt first every single time.
1: From road train rollers into what? Valkyries?
0: No. So um, my boyfriend, James, he plays for um, the Jokers ice hockey club, which I've just been drafted into, which is amazing. He... Because I was sort of losing my love for roller derby at that time. And,
1: Why do you think that was?
0: Um, when I get good at something, unfortunately, I tend to get a bit complacent and sure. wanted to have a new challenge. So um, he took me out to Matt Barry's Not Just Sunday Night Ice training, and that was my first small ice shinny. I didn't even know how to get dressed. I was in the toilet by myself trying to work out all the well, gear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just didn't know where everything went, and I was about 10 minutes late for the shinny, but Matt Barry had a stick for me to give it a go, and he, um, I, I think. I think I swapped about four times from left to right handed because I still didn't know what I was doing.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah,
0: just skated around. Uh, are you left
1: or right
0: handed? Uh, now I'm right handed.
1: Okay. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so And then what happened? What was the next step for you then?
0: Um, The next step for me was joining a summer league. So my boyfriend played for the Kings, which I still play for, which is a mixed C grade um, team. Um, So I went to the Kings there and then I was like, well, I travelled with roller derby and I want to travel with hockey. How do I do this? So I just messaged Jamie Holland and said, can I be a Valkyrie? And he's like, Yep. And basically just added me to the page wow
1: yeah. that was a yeah, really <laughs> exhaustive selection process
0: yeah. oh it's horrible <laughs> extensive yeah
1: well like, he would have known you playing by then and it had a better a bit of sense of that so you then started like going on the road with the Valkyries what, what what are they like as a team to play with
0: oh I absolutely love them I love all the girls especially in the rush as well everyone's just keen to play and they just want to play and want to be there and it's just a, an amazing community and I absolutely love it and going to I think it was Melbourne was my first trip Um, It was so much fun. I went over without gloves and pants.
1: Awesome. Yeah, good
0: start. Um, Lost my boarding pass. (laughs) Fantastic. So I was a little bit nervous, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but luckily enough, that rink has um, a hockey academy, so I got to borrow all the gear. Oh, this
1: is Melbourne. This is
0: Melbourne, yes, for the Valkyries, and yeah, luckily got through it.
1: (laughs) What's the difference between playing for the Valkyries, playing at that Tier 2 level, and playing for the Rush? What's been kind of the biggest difference?
0: Again, pure fear.
1: (laughs) This is on your back. Okay Once you get over The initial fear of it I guess
0: <laughs> Yeah Um the skill level is obviously higher. Um, the Valkyries is a bit more of a development at the moment, unfortunately, because we don't have too many females that play hockey. I know that other people have mentioned this in the past, um, but now Yana and um, Candace Mitchell, who is a defenseman on our Rush team, she um, has started a development league for women, and the team has grown so much. We now need a selection for the travel team for the Valkyries. Wow. So, so it's a lot different from Jamie saying, "Yep, you can join."
1: <laughs> we just yeah. we really need to acknowledge like what contribution that Candace has made. For- Ice hockey for women in South Australia. Both as kind of the captain for, um, I guess, the the adrenaline and probably even the assassins prior to that even – um, through the Rush, and also the work that she does on the side. Well, I don't think many people are really aware of who go and see the team how much stuff she actually does on the sidelines, and even the the season she took off from yep. the Rush last year, she was still really actively involved in the team, wasn't she?
0: Yeah, well, she was coaching. Um, she went away with us. She was my one of my first coaches for the um, for the Valkyries, and she's just so down to earth, and you wouldn't you wouldn't think it. Just the amount of work that she actually does for things, and she just has the time to just relax with you, and she's just the most amazing person I've ever met. And
1: I, I think she also held the record for a little while, the amount of times... Uh, uh, female players represented Australia in ice hockey as well so the accolades never seem to stop with her
0: no I know she's amazing
1: okay well let's let's get into this season and most recently let's get into let's get into the last weekend even let's get into that so uh, you were in Brisbane Uh, the first game was extreme deja vu for the first Saturday game uh, that you played except with a different outcome which was a great outcome
0: Oh, it was amazing and I almost pooped my pants when we weren't scoring in our shootout and um, our coach Joey turned around and said okay now we're going to have to go through the whole team me and my line partner Lily looked at each other and went no, <laughs> we have to take a shootout shot and then Tony entered the ice who obviously won the game yeah. with their shootout goal, mm-hmm. and we're like end this now <laughs> <laughs> I don't it. need a turn you can do it, I believe in you
1: well, I mean I was driving I was driving to the Adelaide United game as that was happening and I had it going on my phone in the car literally driving off the road so many times that I had to sit in my car and wait for for it all to end cuz it was like no one is shooting a goal. What okay, when you go into that mode. This is something I've always wanted to know but I've never asked anybody. When the when the game gets into that space uh, and you go right, it's a draw, we're going to shoot out what happens like on the bench from a coaching point of view captain's point of view team point of view what is said how does the the vibe and the atmosphere change
0: um that is a very tough question to answer i mean because Everybody is so focused and everybody knows what they're doing. It sort of goes quiet. We all just look at the coaches while they make their decision of who's going to shoot first because we all sort of know that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, it's quite strange because it is quite quiet, but because Candace was so tired, she took her helmet off and um, it was meant to be one of the first shooters, but couldn't be. <laughs> that was actually really funny.
1: So, and the second game so big scoring game like so many goals in that second game mm-hmm. seven three didn't go the way you wanted to yeah. uh what was what was happening from your point of view from where you were sitting in terms of that game besides the fact that it was so bloody early in the morning
0: oh i know oh it was awful <laughs> um what happened because i am on the third line and um i don't get as much ice time which is absolutely fine because the girls on my team are amazing they can go and do their thing um from my point of view i mean being nervous for them because um they were doing so well and at the end of the game joey said that we did play really really well and we did and we cohesed as a team and most of the game was sort of looked like a power play for us so the score really didn't reflect the way that we played um yeah um if you actually did get a chance to watch the game um, unfortunately there was about seven people in the crowd at (sighs) seven o'clock in the morning
1: oh was it really Does, does that make it harder when that happens
0: well, not for us. I mean, it would be beautiful to have a big support base there over there, but um, it is quite understandable that it is at e- early in the morning. Um, also,
1: too, I mean, that's really interesting that there was so few people there. I'm not trying to play up that fact, but I guess that's also showing how well things are actually going with Adelaide at the moment. Yeah. Big crowds are coming to the games now.
0: In Adelaide? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. And um, I was lucky enough to have most of my um, C-grade mixed team come and watch me, which was absolutely That lovely. is awesome. Yeah, it was so good to see them there. And it sort of gives you a bit more energy. You sort of feed yeah. off them, um, especially with my family there. I just absolutely love it. I did have family over in Queensland that came to watch as well. which oh, was nice. Yeah, which was lovely. Good to see them as well, a bit of a bonus.
1: Sure. Okay, so now uh, we head into – so you got a bit of a break is what two and a half weeks until the next home game here in Adelaide training hard so how how often are you training now what's what what sort of stuff are you doing
0: so myself, I'm not sure about the rest of the team, but the whole team we train on Thursdays, we do off ice training as well. So um, we've been doing a lot of heel sprints and uh, stuff with medicine balls and stuff like that, um, just to get a bit fitter. Myself though, I'm training four times a week um, because I am on three different teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. I have a Valkyries training tonight actually, which is really exciting.
1: How are you, with that much training, you must be seeing, are you seeing your sort of level of improvements, level of stamina and performance really increasing?
0: Oh, unfortunately I have a bit of a negative headspace, So I, I do, find focus on my fails more than my successes but um a lot of people are telling me that my skating is improving a lot and obviously coming from quad skates to in um like an inline blade it's a different muscle group and you wouldn't think so when you watch skating but it is a different muscle group and i have had to change my style quite a lot and bend my knees a lot more which i'm yeah i think i'm doing (laughs) trying anyway yeah
1: so two and a half weeks it's sydney in adelaide um I'd be curious to know, um, has there been much conversation around it yet so far? It being the last game of the regular, last set of games in the regular season, and Sydney kind of having the reputation and the track record that they've got. Have you guys chatted much about it, um, the, the games coming up?
0: Yeah, always. I mean, we're always talking about what's coming next and preparing ourselves for that. Um Sydney is a very strong, fast side, so uh, we have the capability to beat them. We just have to come in thinking that we can, and I know that we can.
1: I mean, there were were games, there were moments, especially, um, and I said it, like, on the podcast a few sort of weeks ago, when it was the Melbourne game at home, and the beginning of that second game, which ended up, I mean, the, the tide changed on that game. But at the time, I said, this is the team. Yeah. That can beat Sydney yeah. in this kind of a performance so um, uh, do you see without giving anything away of course like are there any vulnerabilities that the Sydney side has that you can exploit or are they really just a well-drilled well-oil machine this season
0: Um, I guess just like any team, of course, they have their weaknesses. And unfortunately, with Sydney, it is a head game. We do um, need to get in their heads a bit and unfortunately need to um, drag their confidence down. I think that's really, really going to help with us. Um, But honestly, concentrating on our own game, because when we play well, we play amazing. Mm. Yeah.
1: Is there much... I noticed that with probably Sydney more than any other team there's a lot more kind of conversation between I say conversation that's a nice way of putting it but there's things that are going on like you know um psychological things that are going on between players is that very much something you need to keep in the in the forefront of your mind this is going to be happening during the course of a game with Sydney
0: oh yeah i mean going back to the first time we played and that was my first game for the rush oh wow yeah it was okay. really really Welcome scary yeah thank you um i remember we it was a minute left we had three goals down and i went in for the the center draw um to to start the next um
1: so was that your first appearance you had to get to face off at the start
0: well not at the start no not
1: at the start but that was the first thing you did
0: Basically, yeah, okay, and I didn't know that I was gonna play center either, right. which is which was really scary yeah. <laughs> um, Again, fit <fear>. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Seems no, to be a bit of a writing theme. <laughs> Yeah.
0: No, um, yeah, it was the it was one of the last games and the girl looked me in the eyes and she said to me I don't think it's gonna happen and the only thing that could come to my head was I'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> Because we're talking about how everyone chirps to each other and stuff yeah. like that, and all these girls have these really funny things that they can say, and the only thing that came to my head was that oh, I was hungry, and I was like sushi. I might get sushi, and it just completely wiped the attitude off her face, and she laughed.
1: So you said that sushi as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's my chirping.
1: See, that's really awesome because I actually think that thing of going, it's not going to happen. It's like it's the most awesomely passive-aggressive, yeah. demeaning kind of thing going. It's a good try, but you, you're just that not going to make horrible.
0: it. horrible. Um, and,
1: and all you can think of is teriyaki chicken wrapped in sticky rice? Uh,
0: salmon.
1: Salmon, okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, yeah and she, it was her, I think, 100th game, 400th game. It oh, was a big okay. number and it was my first game.
1: Okay. So
0: facing off against her was horrifying anyway, and she just had...
1: Did you win the face-off, though? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the power of the sushi.
0: The power of the mind. <laughs>
1: Sally, awesome to meet you, finally. It's really, really great. Honestly, the the best part about doing the podcast so far, uh, you know, I really wanted to do it initially because I'm such a big fan of the team and I really wanted to do something that, you know, um, you know, promoted it. as much as possible but the thing is I've kind of gotten to have a chance to meet everyone and to get to know people a bit better and that's been the best part because you're all so awesome yeah. you're all so dedicated and so passionate about the game and uh, it really is all about the love of hockey and love about playing hockey so you know as a spectator and a fan thank you so much for all that you put in yeah. uh, to making this great for the people that come and watch
0: No that's absolutely fine and I mean I feel blessed and it's just so lucky to be around these girls let alone be on their team and my inspiration is um, powered by just pure jealousy of how amazing these girls are. I know that you've probably seen Ashley Skate and Hannah Skate, yeah, the, yeah, the, the two import players, and they're just, their effortless speed is just so amazing. And yeah. I've really hope to be like that one day as like, um, one of the rookie players.
1: Well, hopefully, we were talking about Tash before, hopefully, she might find a way back onto the, the team as well because she was always the one who, you know, if the putt got loose, literally she would just be on a it peer. it just you just appear yeah, yeah. and no one could kind of outrun it so tash if you're out there and having a listen um it'd be great to see you on the rush next year if you're keen
0: <laughs> how do you think it feels playing roller derby against her it's
1: i never um, saw her play roller derby oh really no.
0: oh she's amazing she's as good at roller derby as she is at ice hockey and playing a full contact sport against her is oh. terrifying <laughs>
1: That's crazy. Well, thank you, Sally. And I look forward to seeing you in uh, two and a half weeks. Yeah. Uh, you can jump onto the Adelaide Rush uh, Facebook page or you can just go on to try booking and look for Adelaide Rush and the tickets are available there To or just come on the day. Yeah. Uh, it'll probably be the last chance to grab merch this season as well, I'm thinking as well. And the merch this season is so cool. Yeah. And uh, I I've, team
0: wear that as well instead of the uniform, Yeah.
1: My, my my cap is now like officially worn out, oh, no. and so I'm, it's okay. It Just means I have to get another one. Yeah, you do.
0: <laughs> Alternate days.
1: So yeah. Um, so I'll see you then. Yay. Catch up.
0: Bye.